Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. Today, I'm going to jump into the 16th of my 16 NRL season previews. There is only one more to go, and that is the Melbourne Storm. Now, I am less than two hours away from having to take off for four days uh, to a music festival, so I'm going to try and make this one semi-brief. I'll touch on all the points I feel that I need to touch on, but yeah, it's 9.20am right now, and the expectation is that I am at my friend's place half an hour away at 11 a.m. and I have nothing packed. Uh, Yeah, so I haven't even bought any food or drinks. So yeah, Uh, welcome to my unprepared life. But I'll try and get through this quickly, but also hit all the points I need to make. So let's start with the Melbourne Storm, of course. Last season, they were devastatingly eliminated by the Panthers in the prelims after one of the best, if not, that was the best season in modern rugby league history. I know the Eels also had a great season in the early 2000s, but I mean, the Storm were just untouchable last year. They looked destined to go back to back. Unfortunately, they couldn't get it done. After being the 2020 Premiers and beating the Panthers in the grand final, the Panthers got their revenge last year in the prelim, and there is no doubt that the Storm are fired up. They have a lot of motivation to take this title out, which is very scary. Now, I'm going to start with the coach, Craig Bellamy best coach in the league in my opinion obviously we've got Trent Robinson as well Des Hasler is pretty good but it does not get any better than Craig Bellamy at the Melbourne Storm that is a complete pass mark he has built the entire culture of success that the Storm now have been riding for quite a long time Craig Bellamy has been the pillar of all of that and once again he will be taking the reins as he draws a little bit closer toward the end of his coaching career I know He's starting to think about maybe his future, but gee whiz, enjoy Craig Bellamy as a head coach in the league while we can, because what a fucking pleasure. He has produced some of the great teams I have ever seen. I mean, yeah, did the Melbourne Storm have salary cap issues? Yeah, they did at points. But since then, that was what, 12 years ago? Have the Storm fallen off since then? They had to do an entire rebuild. But even, to be honest, when the Storm were over the salary cap, like, what a fucking awesome team. You had Israel Folau, Greg Inglis, Billy Slater, Cooper Cronk, Cameron Smith, just to name a few. So it was a stacked side and there was something about it. It was like a super team. It was. It felt good when you beat them, you know, because they were such a great team. But anyway, I'll digress. That is a definite pass mark as far as the coach goes, Craig Bellamy. Now, one other issue heading into this season is Ryan Pappenhausen. Had a lot of issues with concussion last season. He already has kind of been a little bit underdone heading into this season. He's got to prove his fitness over the next couple of training sessions if he'll be allowed to play this weekend. So very interesting if Ryan Pappenhausen misses a lot of football this year. Obviously last season we saw Nico Hines step into that role and absolutely nail it to perfection to the point where he just had to be signed by another club. So 
This year, the Storm have brought in Nick Maney to be the support act. He can play on the wing, but his first position of preference is fullback. So Nick Maney coming over from the Bulldogs, he's going to be looking to push his way into that first grade side. And he's a pretty capable fullback replacement as well. And he also kicks goals. So Nick Meany, kind of a direct depth kind of option for Ryan Pappenhausen. And I'm excited to see how they use the both of them going forward this season. Now for the captain, they have just recently announced two captains. Better than five, right? Uh, now Jesse Bromwich was the captain last year alongside Dale Finucane. Now Finucane has gone to the Sharks. So it is now Jesse Bromwich and Christian Welch, the two Ford leaders of this club. And of course, Jesse Bromwich is off to the Dolphins next season. So it looks like Christian Welch going forward is going to be the captaincy option, and he deserves it. He's a quality player. Pretty funny bloke too, not that I've ever fucking met him. But yeah, all, all his interviews and stuff, he's got a great sense of humor, but he obviously knows when to turn it on and when to be serious. Otherwise, he wouldn't be one of the first picked every week for the Melbourne Storm. He wouldn't have been chosen to lead this club and he wouldn't be such an influential player at state of origin level. So Christian Welch obviously has a very good balance of humor and seriousness. And I think that makes for a great captain. You don't want someone who's going to always be fucking, you know, intense. But at the same time, if your captain's always playing around and joking, that can, you know, lower the standards a little bit as well if it's done not if it's not executed right but Christian Welch seems like he is the king of executing that balance of being like you know a fun teammate to have around but I also do not doubt for a second that Christian Welch would have no problem pulling someone aside and telling them some hard truth so Bromwich and Welch that's another pass mark as far as the captains go now one other player that's departed Josh Adokar that's sure to be a big loss but the Storm have shown they can replace wingers they lost Vinivalu the season before, and before they even bought Josh Adokar in, they lost Marika Korobedi. So Marika Korobedi was the unbelievable left winger, and then they brought in Josh Adokar to replace him. And now that Adokar's leaving the storm, just have another elite winger ready to go. Xavier Coates, this looks like a very scary signing. If anyone's going to get the best out of him, it is absolutely going to be Craig Bellamy, and we see Xavier Coates is now playing out on that left side. So He's going to be a very dangerous player in Storm Colors, and that is a very good pickup getting Xavier Coates. In terms of the halves depth, we've of course got Munster and Hughes as the preferred halves combination, but supporting them we'll have Jaden Nikarima, who's getting a second chance in the NRL, Cooper Johns, son of Maddie, and Jonah Pizet. I think it's said Pizet, P-E-Z-E-T. I'm not sure exactly whether it's Pizet or Pizet, um, but yep, he, he's waiting in the wings as well. So a couple of young guys that the Storm are trying to bring along. I think Jaden Nikarima is definitely one to keep an eye on this season. And they've brought a couple of guys over as well to cover that dummy half position. Of course, Cameron Smith, it was their last uh, first season without him last season. And Harry Grant and Brandon Smith stepped up. We know that Brandon Smith is off to the Roosters, so Harry Grant is definitely the number one option as the nine. But the Storm have also signed Tyron Wishart from the Dragon system and Cole Geyer. So there's a couple of young kids who are definitely waiting in the wings to take their chance as well. Uh, most notably Tyron Wishart. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him play some starting nine this season. And I do believe he's been named on the bench for this weekend's game. But I will jump into the team list in a moment. Another quick thing I wanted to touch on was the Storm's exodus to the Dolphins next season. Felice Cafusi gone, the Bromwich brothers gone, 
And yeah, already we're starting to see some Storm players on the way out. We know that Brandon Smith has gone to the Roosters for next year. So there's going to be a whole wind of change. And now the Storm side that has been so successful over a long period of time with pillars of their Ford pack like the Bromwich brothers and Felice Cafusi, well now they are departing and the Storm, it's hard for them because usually only one or two will depart at a time so they're able to replace them. But this time they're going to have to replace a lot of guys in only a very short space of time. So it should be a very interesting season for Melbourne and they will be relying on their X-Factor player that is Cameron Munster, no doubt. He's off the drink. Uh, was it his call? Well, he did get caught doing bags, but like, I don't care. I'm not offended by that. A fucking footy player doing bags. Wow, fucking breaking news, for fuck's sake. But Munster has served a harsh punishment. He's not on the drink. He's been taken out of the leadership group, I believe. I'm not sure exactly what the go was there, but yeah, he got punished the fuck out of, but he looks to be reaping the rewards off the drink, looking incredibly fit in the preseason. Obviously, he's going to miss round one. But there is no doubt in my mind, Cameron Munster is their X-Factor player. And I have a little tip. I think if Ryan Pappenhausen does miss a bit of football this season, because I had him in for a great year, then I have Cameron Munster as my Delhi M medal favorite. So I am really going to be keeping a close eye on Munster. I absolutely think that at the end of the season, Cameron Munster could be the one who ends up taking the most prestigious individual prize in the game. As far as the one to watch, he hasn't been named this week, and it looks like they'll take the slower approach, but Jack Howarth, I don't know if this season is the season he's going to come on and leaps and bounds, but with Felice Cafusi and Kenny Bromwich off next season, there is definitely a spot for Jack Howarth who can play in the back row and can play in the centres. Maybe they'll just give him a little bit more time at Q Cup level first, but Jack Howarth, no doubt my one to watch. He's really, really quality. I think long-term we'll see him kind of step into the role that Felice Cafusi has opened up. But they do have some good young back rowers, Trent Loyero. They've also got some experienced ones in Chris Lewis, Tom Eisenhus. But my one to watch, no doubt, Jack Howarth. Remember the name. I think he's going to be something special. I'm not the first person to think that. And yeah, even if he doesn't play a heap of game time, definitely remember the name Jack Howarth. Going forward for the Melbourne Storm, he is my one to watch. Now I'm just going to have a quick look at the Storm's team for this weekend. Of course, we do know that Ryan Pappenhausen may be ruled out. And they've got a very interesting move. Obviously, Munster not here round one. They've named Nick Meany in the number six jersey, which I don't believe he's played 5'8 at NRL level. So really interesting. I'm wondering if that's a smokescreen. If Pappenhausen plays, maybe we see Jaden Nicarima step into the halves. Or if Pappenhausen doesn't play, then I think we'll see Meany moved back to fullback and we'll see Jaden Nicarima injected into the halves. So very, very interesting as far as that goes. I'm not too sure who Bellamy is going to end up using in what position, but I'll go through what the, the named team list is. So at fullback, Ryan Pappenhausen on the wings, Xavier Coates and George Jennings. In the centres, Remus Smith, who was a revelation coming over from the Bulldogs last season, and Justin Olam one of the best centres in the game. Nick Meany lines up at 5'8", potentially, with Jerome Hughes at halfback. In the Ford pack, Brandon Smith will take that number 9 jersey with Harry Grant out for round 1, and Jesse Bromwich and Christian Welch, the captains, will be the front row pairing. In the back row, another couple of departing players to the Dolphins, Kenny Bromwich, Felice Cafusi, with new arrival from the Knights, Josh King, lining up at lock forward. Josh King's a really big signing. I think 
he suits the Storms kind of style to a T. And I think people who didn't really, you know, think that highly of Josh King, they're going to have a whole different opinion of him this season. I think we are going to see a much improved Josh King in the Melbourne Storms system. As far as the bench goes, Tyron Wishart, Jaden Nicarima, that's what leads me to believe there may be a change. They've got a dummy half and a 5'8 on the bench, so very kind of lacking in forwards. And Trent Loyero and Nelson Asofa Solomona. So that's the bench. Looking through the reserves, there's a young kid, number 19, Alec McDonald, who I really like. He earned himself through the preseason a contract with the side. And Alec McDonald, definitely another one to watch. He looks like he's going to kind of surface out of nowhere to become a bit of a regular first grader if he gets the shot. So huge fan of what I've seen from Alec McDonald. Only a couple of things to touch on now before I jump in to my official prediction. And then, yeah, that's it. Then I got to... I gotta go, I guess. So first up, I'm going to look at the Melbourne Storm's first 10 games of the season, starting with the West Tigers round one. So this weekend and Saturday, I won't be able to watch it, unfortunately, but the West Tigers up against the Storm at Combank Stadium in Sydney. Shit stadium name. Good stadium, though. And the Storm, they never lose in round one. Now, they're a little bit more vulnerable now, missing Munster and a couple of others, but you'd have to say the Storm win that. Then in round two, a game that I would love to go to. I'll definitely be seeing if I can get a ticket. Melbourne Storm up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I went last year in the round one clash and the Storm were all over the Rabbitohs. I very much think it could be a similar case in this one. Round three, up against the Eels in Melbourne. That'll be a very tough test. The Eels were the team that they beat the Storm twice last season. In a season when no one was beating the Storm, they beat the Storm twice. Did they fuck my multi in round two last year? Yeah, they did, and it sucked. But credit to them. I, I was so confident that the Storm were going to beat them. And then the Eels were the one who stopped the Storm from breaking that record of most consecutive wins. So the Eels, very much a danger team for the Storm. That will be a very interesting game in round three. In round four, it'll be another game in Melbourne. So three games in a row in Melbourne. That really sets the Storm up for a huge start to the season. They're only away game up against the Tigers, who I have in last place. Round four, Amy Park, Storm play the Bulldogs. And then in round five, they will travel to Wagga Wagga to take on the Canberra Raiders. Round six, the Storm will take on the Sharks in Melbourne. So a lot of Melbourne games. That works very well. Very good start for the side. Round six, yep, Sharks are at Amy. Round 7, they will be taking on my side. I will most definitely be there. The Anzac Day Clash. It's going to be the Warriors up against the Storm. No doubt the Storm will be heavy favourites. But I'll be there. I'll be cheering on my team. So it should be a very fun game. But once again, that kind of feeds into the theory that the Melbourne Storm have a very favourable start to their season. Round 8, the Storm will travel to Newcastle to take on the Knights before returning to Melbourne and hosting the Dragons. That leads me to round 10, one of the marquee clashes of the season. Magic round, it is going to be the Panthers up against the Storm. That is going to be one of the games of the season. And I tell you what, I can very well see the Melbourne Storm and Panthers sitting atop the ladder in positions 1 and 2 when they come into that game. So it should be very, very interesting. We saw the season opener last night. Panthers have not lost a step. I predicted them to finish third this season, so... It should be good fun. I actually won $230, or I made like $220 profit for my Isaac Tago first try scorer. So very, very interesting. I ended up, yeah, getting 
getting a bit of coin and I put some money on the Panthers at $2 as well. So I was very happy with last night, but we'll get back to the Storm. That was their first 10 games of the season. What I'm gonna do now is I'm gonna jump, I'm gonna spill my drink, <laughs> and then I'm gonna jump in to the gains and losses, have a quick look at their top 30 squad, and then I will make my official prediction. Before I jump into the gains and losses for the Storm's 2022 season, just quickly for next season, so this isn't now, this is for next year. As I mentioned, already losing the Bromwich brothers, Felice Kafusi and Brandon Smith. So already four very notable elite players leaving the club. Uh, very interesting, that's for next season. So we'll see if the Storm end up bringing anyone in. That should free up a bit of coin having those guys leave. Obviously they want to upgrade their guys, but should be interesting to see whether the Storm look to the market. Maybe not for a marquee player, that's not really their style, but who are the Storm going to identify as first graders that can come over and do a job at the Melbourne Storm? Now, 2022 games, Nick Meany comes over from the Bulldogs, mentioned that. Xavier Coates from the Broncos. Josh King from the Knights. Jaden Nicarima from the Redcliffe Dolphins. He has been exiled from the game, working his way back. Seems like he's worked incredibly hard to really earn his spot back in the NRL. So very happy for Jaden Nicarima. And the final game from the New Zealand Rugby Sevens, Will Warbrick. Very interesting, a very, very talented player. And yeah, he potentially could be lining up on that left wing if Xavier Coates can't hit his best form. So keep an eye on Will Warbrick. It should be interesting to see how he goes once he makes the NRL. As for the 2022 losses, some decent names walking out the door at the Storm. Nico Hines and Dale Finucane both going to the Sharks. Aaron Booth heads over to the Titans. Max King to the Bulldogs. Josh Adokar, that's a big loss, heading to the Bulldogs as well. Branko Lee, Premiership winning centre for them, heads to the Broncos. Aaron Penne goes to my side, the Warriors. Very excited to see how he goes. Jada Turahui going to, I think he's in the Bulldogs system. I don't think, he's not in their top 30. He did get released, but I saw that he was on a train and trial there. Riley Jacks, he's been released. I believe he signed to a Q Cup side. I can't remember off the top of my head. I believe he signed, yeah, I can't remember exactly where Riley Jacks is signed, but yeah. Google it if you don't know. Dan Atkinson, he's been released. He's taken up a position with the Sunshine Coast Falcons, looking to play some cute cup for them consistently. And Tyson Smoothie has been released as well. So that's their top... Oh, no, that was their gains and losses. My apologies. So now I'm going to quickly jump through their top 30 squad. Looking at their development list, Cole Geyer, Marion Seve, two quality players. But Bronson Garlic is the name that stands out there for me. He's been biding his time in reserve grade for years after spending time in the Rabbitoh system and the Bulldog system. And most recently, I think he was in the Shark system or rather playing for the Newtown Jets in the New South Wales Cup. So he's been a very, very quality back rower and I definitely expect to see Bronson Garlic playing NRL for the Storm this season. As far as their top 30 squad goes, Nelson Asofa Solomona, Jesse Bromwich, Kenny Bromwich, Xavier Coates, Tom Eisenhuth, who is off contract at the end of this season, Harry Grant, who now looks to be the pillar of their success in that number nine jersey. They had Cameron Smith, you know, it, it was all chill because they always had Cameron Smith. They were always winning. But now it is time to put that next guy in who looks like he's going to be the long-term gun. And Harry Grant is exactly that guy. They've also got Jordan Grant, no relation to Harry, I believe. Jack Howarth, who's signed long-term, that obviously shows you that they, you know, they have the intention of making this kid one of their elite stars. 
Jerome Hughes, there's been talk that maybe the Dolphins will be after him, but he is not off contract until 2023, and he has a player option in his favour for 2024. Dean Iremia, really big fan of his, one of the very few people who's actually from Melbourne to have played for the Storm, so always a fan of those storylines. And I think we'll see a little bit more of Dino Romia in the NRL this season. George Jennings, Cooper Johns. Be interesting. It looks like Cooper Johns is off contract. I can see Cooper moving elsewhere to try and, you know, get himself a more established shot at consistent first grade time. So definitely watch this space. Tui Kamika Mika. Uh, he is doing some kind of court, but I don't know, some kind of legal shit. So I don't know if we're going to see him anytime soon. Felice Kafusi. Josh King, Chris Lewis, Trent Loyero, Nick Meany, Tepai Moroa, who's come back from the Waratahs, left the Eels to go to Rugby Union and try play for the Wallabies. Things didn't really work out, but Tepai Moroa is a fantastic signing for the Storm. I think we're going to see him very consistently in their first grade setup. Cameron Munster, the X-Factor player for the Storm. Jaden Nikarima, Justin Olin, Ryan Pappenhausen, Jonah Pizzay, Brandon Smith, the hectic cheese, off to the Roosters next year. Remus Smith, Will Warbrick, one of the two captains, Christian Welch, and Tyron Wishart. So that's the top 30. That was their gains and losses. And that was basically everything I felt I needed to touch on. So it's time to make my prediction. First place. I have the Storm in first. That start of the season in Melbourne is huge. I think the Storm have potential to win all their games in Melbourne. It is such a fortress for them, and for that reason, I cannot take them out of the top two. I think they will be there come the end of the season. So I have gone first place for the Melbourne Storm, but I've gone the Roosters for Premiers. So very interesting. I think the Storm will finish up first, but ultimately, I have it between, surprise, surprise, the Storm, the Roosters, the Panthers. And if there's a team to come from outside that three, I would say the Eels. The Eels are the main team that I can envision having that kind of success. So should be really interesting. I've got the Sydney Roosters for Premiers, but I have the Melbourne Storm to finish in first place. And if they do that, then they will be the favourites to take out the Premiership. So an incredible season underway. I have now done every season preview. I am now accountable for my picks because the season is underway. So it should be an incredible amount of fun. I cannot wait to get back from this little holiday and sink my teeth into all the action from the weekend. And yeah, the Melbourne Storm, the city I live in, Melbourne, so this is the team I go and watch a lot. They are just too good. I think they are going to finish first. Will the Storm drop off? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to do it drop off next season either when they lose some more notable players. The Melbourne Storm are just too good. And for that reason, I've got the Storm in first place. And that completes the series. That is all 16 teams done in time for the season obviously the panthers have already played but i've got them out there i've said everything i need to say here so it is time for me to party on and hopefully if you're a melbourne storm fan it's time for the team to party on as well but not too hard we saw what happened when they partied on in the preseason didn't work out too well for them but still melbourne storm are definitely going to be in the conversation at the end of the season i can't wait to watch how the season plays out that has been the last of all 16 NRL previews. Had a hell of a lot of fun doing it. And if you enjoyed it, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Not Just a Sports Report. Also follow us on whatever podcast platform you are listening on, and you'll be able to see whenever new NRL content drops, which I'm going to be doing two NRL pieces a week, a preview, and then some kind of review, maybe a little bit of a shorter form wrap up. So 
Should be a lot of fun. And I will be back on Tuesday for my NRL round two preview. So until next time, take care of yourself and enjoy the footy this weekend.